0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the State of Play podcast, episode 123, brought to you by 90 Min Football Podcast Network. I am your host, Martino Pucci. Alongside me for this episode is Pet Barisha. Um Finally met in person in the States when Pet came to the lovely smelling New York City um, for the NFT-MIC conference. Pet, how was your trip back and your trip here? It was good. I
1: completely forgot that we'd met. <laughs> Not that it wasn't memorable, but I just <laughs> it just feels that we've... Uh, that was already like two weeks ago. Yeah, but no, no, but also like it just feels like we've met before, even though we haven't, obviously. I know what
0: you meant. We yeah. So much together, what? yeah. So it
1: didn't feel like it was the first time we'd uh, ever worked together or oh, met together, but it but it was very strangely.
0: Yeah, yeah. Same thing when I met Roberto Rojas in, in the city for the first time back in like March or something. Um known everybody for like a few years now, so it's great. Um we're right in the middle of transfer season. I think it's kind of been relatively slow especially compared to what last year was, the big moves got out of the way. You know, Holland and Mbappe were resolved prior to a lot of other things. There have there hasn't been too much movement otherwise. Like City doesn't really have to make too many other big moves. They've had the Calvin Phillips types of the world. Kucherela is going to be another one. But in terms of, you know, big turnarounds, I, I think there's still a couple of them to come, but one of them already happened. And I think we should start off with your club first. Gabriel Jesus, we knew he was going to be living City. We've we've said it time and time again, but it's to your club. I think this is a massive upgrade for Arsenal. I know he's not one of the greatest finishers in the world, but just everything that he brings in terms of build-up play, experience, he's still pretty young uh, relative to a lot of other players at that age, uh, relative to experience and all that other stuff. In the Champions League, which is something you guys are trying to get back into for the next season. Overall, I think the signing is exactly what you guys needed. And I know people like to refer to the price being pretty high, given how much time was left on this contract. But you guys need to pay up to get a player like that. And you've been willing to kind of reach high figures for players like that. And this was one of them. I think this is a, a great signing for you guys. I think this will be really good. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be really successful signing
1: and uh oh, you know the the fee thing's interesting because City don't need money. So when we're <laughs> talking about one year left it's the Milan's it's the Arsenal's who can't afford to to sell people for like chips or or give them away for free. And in City's perspective, they're kind of like, well, 45 million it's nice to have but doesn't matter to us at all. So and, and you've seen it with, with Raheem Sterling as well, going to, to Chelsea for 45 million. That's another a really interesting story. But a lot of people, when they started speaking about them, they were like, uh, 30 million, 35 maybe. And look, City have been able to drive up the price because they can basically sit there and say, this is the price. If you don't want it, we'll keep them and let them go for free. And it's mm. obviously a, a really powerful position to be in when you're that wealthy a club. So, yeah, I, I think Gabriel Zeus is, is a great player. I think his ability to play across that front line. I think he has the potential to explode as well. I think if you're a team like Arsenal, uh, you know we kind of always draw parallels with Arsenal, Milan. Like they're never really going to go out and buy the star, right? Um, They're never going to buy the star player. They're going to buy the ones that they think can explode. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I think Jesus falls into that bracket. I think Odegaard felt fell into that bracket last time uh, last season Gabriel Ben White Tomiyasu Ramsdale all these players they are not stars they were players that Arsenal thought could become stars and i think we'll kind of see a similar drive for recruitment in the future but much needed addition the number 9 has arrived and hopefully he can score you know 20 20 goals in all competitions next season which would be a, a good return i feel
0: uh, yeah, I think, I think that's the bar that has to be set for someone like that. Um, and I think he's ready to take on that role. I think he knew going in that it's a step up. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a different perception right now because if this was like two, three years ago. I don't think he goes there. You know what I mean? Like, even if they have the money to spend that, I think this is a perfect situation. There's that familiarity with, Arteta because they were together at City when when he was under Pep. So I think this as a as just a chemistry thing as well. And you always want players to be there because uh, having this conversation on Talk Sport yesterday when I was on it was about you know Ronaldo and that whole situation at United. If you're a star player, why would you want to go there outside of like the financial aspect? You don't know like that's a great place to for you to go to and develop and and take the next step because jesus has already like proven that he is a consistent champions league level player he's won premier league titles he's in one of the best sides in the world now can he be the guy at the set or one of the guys at the center of a new project at a at a pretty big club so i think if he gets 25 goals in all competitions that's kind of what i'm expecting because you guys are going to be playing a lot of games you're playing europa league the fa cup Just the league alone, I think he's going to get really great service from Saka. I think that's who's going to benefit the most from this. Is Saka, in my opinion? Yeah, him and Odegaard feeding him
1: um, is is going to be interesting, and I think he'll get a lot of service and do really well. I, I think there's also the obviously there's the Arteta link, but also Edu used to be the you know technical director brazil national team so there's that link as well there's quite a few brazilians at arsenal already in gabriel mm. gabriel martinelli they've already signed um the young guy marquinhos as well so there's there's clearly a, a brazilian contingent growing at arsenal there's also kind of a portuguese speaking <laughs> one as well with fabio vieira i mm. believe Mikel arteta speaks a bit of portuguese as well himself so th- there is that kind of uh link going and i also think if you're Gabriel Jesus, you could go to you know you could go to Madrid, you could go to Barcelona, you could go to Chelsea, you could probably go anywhere, right? Mm. The issue is, are you going to be the main man, and are you also going to uh, are you going to flourish with as many minutes as you want in a World Cup year? And I think that's been the main reason uh, yeah, he's moved over. Um, but but uh, I mean, question to you: I saw Arsenal linked with Ishmael Benacer today.
0: Is there any worries for you there? Do you think no, that could ever happen? No, not not this summer. I don't believe that. <laughs> they they just lost their best defensive midfielder. They're not gonna get rid of their second one. Also, like you have the option to go and sign them a couple of years ago. <laughs> now yeah, you want to, and it was really dirt cheap. It was at around fourteen million euro. Um, I've just seen personally speaking. I think Arsenal is one of those clubs, and it's no disrespect to the fan base. It's they will eat everything up that they are linked to. Um, Literally, I saw a link to Malinkovic-Savage that was 55 yeah. million euro. And I'm oh, like, yeah. that's clearly not going to happen if you follow anything close to that league. Like, yeah. the, the owner's uh, boasting about turning trust, down
1: 140. I don't trust any Italian uh, sources as well. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Right, there's and like and two. Look, the, there's, there's, especially in for Arsenal as well, everything's kept quite close to... To, to their chest, so I wouldn't believe English journalists, let alone um,
0: no. I, th- Italian I think I think it's there's a midfielder. Arsenal need another midfielder. He used to be in their youth system. They were close to him before, and everyone's just like they think they know Milan's situation. It's just it's just silly. So let's just move on to the other Manchester City player that was sold or is going to be sold. It's not official yet, but Raheem Sterling over to Chelsea. I think this was one of the ones that we were talking about in person actually. Still a really good player. I feel like this type of deal is going to be contingent on his success in the first half of his contract rather than the entirety of it. I don't think he is going to be the player that he is this season for the entirety of that contract. I think he's had a lot of minutes under his legs since he first debuted at Liverpool. I think that it's going to catch up to him eventually, especially with that stature, the nature of the Premier League. I do think it's going to be successful, but again, City. This is like master selling. I know. I, I think I only think Real Madrid, sale, right? by the way. I think it's, it's a great sale. So we're talking about nearly a hundred million euros for two players that were inevitably leaving. The replacements, okay, cost less combined, and you're getting Erling Holland, the best European player that you could have purchased on the market outside of Mbappe this summer, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, the best South American prospect that you could have definitely have gotten with Julian Alvarez and it's a masterstroke. And they still keep Mares. They still have all their other players there. Like, talk of it's a new, fantastic. Talk it, of a new contract with uh, Mares as well. Yes, yes. Um, so for me, I think this is a win win for both sides. Is this the, the statement signing that you would love if you're a Chelsea fan?
1: I I think it's look, Chelsea need goals and assists. They need mm. goal production. Lukak is, you know out um a terrible 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 signing. I think he's probably you know I said it, I, you know I've never been a huge Lukaku fan people on this podcast will know he kind of <laughs> yes. he kind of made me look a little bit silly for one season in Inter and then came back to the Premier League and looked abysmal. Um he he will go down as not once but twice a top 10 worst signing in Premier League history. Uh first to Manchester United and now to Chelsea which is pretty crazy at experience.
0: least he was relatively productive at United this past season oh. at Chelsea was I mean he,
1: he was awful. awful he was productive for his first <coughs> half season the rest of the time there he was awful gained a lot of weight as well I know he had some kind of mental health issues so I'm not really going to go down that road mm-hmm. um, but this time you know he had the kind of attitude of like he kept telling everyone that I'm world class I'm you know I'm this you know in the in the same conversation of Lewandowski Suarez Kane put my name up there and i mean the arrogance of the dude is crazy i know he's he's been productive in his career he has never ever apart from inter milan been the striker on a team that's won titles and there's a reason for that because he's just not that good like <laughs> no. he he it will not shock anyone if he goes back to Serie A, scores a bunch of goals and helps Inter win a title but he is just not that good as a striker and he has been pretty good to uh, belgium as well but again like I, I I think there is something about Lukaku, his lack of pressing, his need to be a focal point, his need to play with, uh, like ideally in a counter-attacking system. You saw like Belgium's best performances in the World Cup when they beat Brazil that time. They played completely counter-attacking football, and I don't. Hazard De Bruyne. Yeah, uh, yeah, but also it doesn't really suit players like Hazard and De Bruyne. You want those guys to have a lot of possession and, and create lots of chances. So you have to change your entire game plan to, to suit him. And look like I, I, I think the Sterling one, again, I've also not been Sterling's biggest fan, but I do. I, I think he's a, he's at least a productive and a good player in multiple systems. He's, he's mm-hmm. proved it for Liverpool in a team that almost won the title. He's proved it for city that have gone deep in every competition and won five premier league titles with them.
0: He's it's one true. of the more productive players in peps history. Oh, yeah, as yeah, a manager.
1: I, oh, absolutely. He's, you know, he, he Pep has made him into a, like, back post killer. Like, he and has I, made him into an absolute killer of a winger. And then for England as well, he's, he's been really productive. He's been probably England's best player.
0: Uh, uh, in in tournament, in the major tournaments, absolutely, I think yeah. so. But just a final question, because we just, that the point right there that was brought up with the system, I think there's obviously going to be clear drop-off with that. But my question to you is, like, what's a good season for Sterling that Chelsea fans could be happy with? I think he's got to at least hit around 15 goals in the league, right? I I think that's fair to say when you pay that price and you expect him to be what you want to be. And the standard is Chelsea. Like, a lot of people have been making this point. They've really fallen off when it comes to competing for leagues. Like, they really have. And the Champions League, I think, masked a lot of what was happening. But like they need him to be that guy like they can't just scoff at like 50 million euros right like that's a lot of money so yeah. you have to you have to step up like that immediately
1: yeah i i mean listen uh it is uh, it, it's a lot of money but at the end of the day Chelsea just needs some production. And even if it's 12 Premier League goals and seven assists, I think they'll view that as a reasonable return because they just need to replace and add goals.
0: It's also Uh, a winger, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's also a player that might be good to play with a Havertz and and so on and so forth. So I think they're looking at their squad a bit uh, at the moment. Also, I think if you're um, Ted Bowley, you needed to make some sort of statement signing. Uh, And I think buying... One of the you know best w- English wingers over the past five years was probably a good start I think big money forty five million big contract he was on three hundred thousand pounds a week, which is what fifteen sixteen million pounds a year uh, I'm, I'm doubting that he took a pay cut, <laughs> especially if he's living mm. in London. Um, not that that matters for a footballer, but obviously things are a lot more expensive there it's yeah i i I, I think he he's probably still on that wage and mm. If he doesn't work well, it's going to look bad. But I think there was a just not that big a pool of players that Chelsea could go for. And when, no. when a player like Sterling makes himself available, I think you kind of have to go for it, don't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, the whole thing with Chelsea is goals. If you, if you spend over $100 million on a player to be that guy and he doesn't come close to it and you have to loan him out the next year, you have to take what you can get at that point. And still, Milan is, uh, Inter Sorry, is paying the entirety of that salary and €10 million Euros on top of it. So, considering the situation, I think they did as best as they could in inheriting that. So, yeah. Another player potentially linked to Chelsea. I think this fit would make way too much sense. Whether or not it happens remains to be seen. Cristiano Ronaldo wants out of Manchester United. I think it's bullshit when people open their mouths and say that he is disrespecting United and in the situation that they I think I think they've disrespected and put their club's biggest legend one of their biggest legends in one of the most difficult spots in the twilight of his career when he should be competing for the biggest trophies in the world and they've given and he hasn't been absolutely perfect there, right? Like he struggled at times, but They knew what they were getting into when they wanted to acquire him, when they wanted to jump the gun and they wanted to beat out Manchester City for his signing, whether or not that was a tactical ploy by City and they didn't really want him all along is a different story. The fact of the matter is this. Manchester United absolutely failed in the return of Cristiano Ronaldo. And right now, I think they are failing again in terms of getting him out of there. They have to. The wage relief is going to be great for them. The amount of money that they could potentially recoup might be decent. What are they going to do with him? They want to they win Europa League. He's only going to be stunting players <laughs> behind them. Like it's, it's, The it's, issue,
1: biggest issue United have is there is no one at that club that is going to score goals if he leaves. There's I think that's a, kind of a, business, that's, a bu- that's a
0: bullet that you have to take, I think, in my opinion. But, but but like,
1: I, you, I, 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 I agree with you. I think mm. from their perspective, they're like, who the hell can we go out and get? <laughs> like, this is, this is the squad that Eric Ten Hag just named, right? They're yeah. getting, Martino, they're getting linked with Brian Bobby today.
0: I saw that one yesterday. Yeah, this guy who's not yeah.
1: breaking through at any clubs to go to Manchester United. This is, this is the team. He's basically just trying to buy players that he's worked with, which I just don't think is smart recruitment. Go buy the best talent, your Man United. Goalkeeper. Well, they don't, but well, they don't want to go. Eating. Nathan Bishop Matej Kovar Defenders Eric Bailly Shouldn't be at the club Diogo Dalot uh, Ethan Laird Victor Lindelof Harry Maguire Tyrell Malazia new, new signing Luke Shaw Has had a down season Alex Tellez Hasn't been great Axel Twanzabi Has been on loan Hasn't been great Raphael Varane Was an awful first season Aaron Wan-Bissaka Has been awful awful apart from one season at United. Where you just had a lot of tackles. <laughs> Ahmed Diallo who's been on loan after a massive transfer fee from Atalanta. Bruno Fernandes who had a down year. Fred who's probably been their most consistent player ironically. James Garner who's kind of promising youngster. Hannibal, Hannibal Zidanekbal. Another couple of uh, promising youngsters. Scott McTominay, Facundo Pellestri, another youngster. Charlie Savage, Donny van der Beek, who, <laughs> you know, we don't even need to get into that one. Tav Chong, who was on loan at Birmingham last season, probably one of their better players. Anthony Alanga, who's, you know, probably their only breakout. Alejandro Ganacho, still young forward, Anthony Martial, who didn't pull up any trees at Sevilla, Marcus Rashford, who had his worst season in a United shirt, and Jadon Sancho, who had a huge down year. That team is not coming into the top four. I don't think that squad's going into the top six. I, don't, I think Newcastle finish out of them. I, I mean, there's there's other players there,
0: right? But that is a really bad base. Shit. Shit. Um, and, and, and players like Frankie De Jong are reluctant to join. They're going to get quoted higher for fees on players like Anthony is is one of them. I I This is a complete rebuild project. There's no speeding Fran- it up.
1: Frankie de Jong at €70 million Euros is not a good signing for Man United. No, it's, it's not. It's just not. <laughs> it's it's not. just not. You it's, know, when, when no. Spurs, Spurs have bought Bissouma for £25 million, pounds. Arsenal are probably going to buy Tielemans for around the same fee. You're yes. telling me that Barca, spend, uh, them spending those two players' amounts of money... Plus, and he hasn't like, even been elite like that. He's got a huge contract, huge contract as well. Deferred money. I, 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 really think it's not a great signing. I think United should be scouting better than players that eric den Haag's worked be- with before. I'm sorry, like the writing is on the wall for this team this season. I would be shocked if they do well.
0: They're, I really would be. They're not. They're not going deep in any of these competitions currently constructed. I don't, I don't see how they're... I don't even think they're going to make a semifinal in any competition. Talking cups, like league. Carbohydrate cup? Cross it out. No chance. FA Cup? No. Premier League? No chance they see top four. Europa League? Maybe. Maybe. They were also very lucky to just get into Europa League, by the way. They like were just on their cusp of finishing in Conference League. For me, best fit. Final question before we move on to the other news. Um, we only got about twenty minutes left. Ronaldo's best fit, I think. At this, oh, p- sorry, yeah, we didn't talk about Ronaldo. That <laughs> <was>. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chelsea is the only place that makes sense uh, and I mean, that I can afford maybe, the wages.
1: Maybe see Bayern if Lampard no, goes to Barcelona. No,
0: no, no. I mean, think about that whole system. It's a lot of it's pressing. To, I, I think Ronaldo buys in, but. To get the best out of the, him at this point in his career, I don't think it's consistently playing him like that. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I think they offer him the best chance to win the Champions League. I'll say that. And if that's something that he wants to see and he's willing to lower his wages for, then I agree with you. I could see that happening. But just like, I guess it's his priority, right? Because as of right now, this is something that can completely change his legacy. And he's going to have to take less money to help it. Because if he's not willing to take less money, if he's not willing to accept to go to another club, like if he goes to Chelsea, are they winning the Premier League? No, I don't think so. I don't think they are, but I think... I think they could win like an I, FA
1: Cup. I, I think if there's a, you know, if there's a team that can, can essentially have a situation where they don't need one of their players to press, it's a team that plays three at the back with two wing-backs, two up front, and Kante in the middle. Again, the other option okay. is for an extremely dominant team like Bayern Munich. But I mean he easily I, bags thirty in Bundesliga if he plays oh, there. Yeah, I mean probably with, <laughs> with his eyes closed, right? Sure. But I I think he he score a lot of goals for Chelsea like if you think about you've got Reese, James Kai Havertz Raheem Sterling he scored
0: 18 in a shit United side and he didn't score for a few and he didn't score for a few months and he he had poor play at times but like it's such an upgrade like he's he's such an elite finisher it does not matter and it was really funny seeing some of the talk sports guys saying that he wouldn't get in over Havertz like made me laugh um (laughs) uh, that's that's, uh oh my god Cundy Cundy was saying that oh Um, yeah brilliant head head over to TikTok for that it was like they're also, also the same people that said no no team in the top four in the Premier League would take Messi right now. That was also really funny as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure Pep would hate that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. So if you were to have to make a bet as to where Ronaldo plays next season.
1: I think um, you might have
0: just convinced me on Bayern, by the way. I do think it's Chelsea, but you might uh, have just convinced uh, me on Bayern. So, so, so one of the things I think about is,
1: like, he's won... I, I, like, there's... He's not won the Bundesliga. Liga yeah, it's, it's or, total or world, propaganda. Cup, right. <laughs> so it'll be the whole like, he'll go there, win it, and then try and win the World Cup this year.
0: Motherfucker's going to win the domestic treble in Germany, and they're going to say <laughs> he won like, football all over again, even if they get <laughs> yeah. knocked out in the well, group listen, stage in listen,
1: Qatar. If, if he, yeah, like, I mean, look, if he wins the World Cup and does that, then maybe you can have that conversation. But yeah, I, yeah. I just think maybe there's that like, oh, new challenge, new play, blah, blah. It would feel weird. Uh, I also. Have I, I hesitate to think about Bayern's willingness to pay that much money? But apparently, they are willing. They, they are willing to offer Sergio Abri twenty million y- euros a year. So, if they've got that <sighs> kind of money, then you know, you add ten well, million onto that, and you've got Ronaldo, right?
0: I mean, it's all that bargaining with with Barcelona and whatever they're able to pull off. Because it, I honestly see Bayern just saying, "Hey, we do not care. We would let." louis walk for free because they're it's besides benzema it's the best number nine in the world and if you don't have to get rid of him why would you you know so i think they're going to use that leverage to their advantage and barcelona should be not be allowed to do anything so that's all i gotta say defenders seria the two best defenders in my opinion over the past few seasons in seria are ha- Koulibaly and milan screen I think and obviously Chiellini left already, so we've seen it we've seen a mass exodus of these players in Serie A, and that's only natural given the competitive nature of the transfer market in Europe these days and how Serie A really can't compete. We'll start with Screen Yard, heavy interneed uh to net sixty million euros on the market, according to Gianluca Di Marzo, who's probably the only reliable reporter in Italy. Pet PSG making a move for him absolutely the right move this is signifying what Luis Campos can bring to them and and the proper squad building I think this is a no-brainer if they're able to get him for 60 65 million euros this is the best defender they've had since Thiago Silva in my honest opinion this is a no-brainer move it's a massive den for Inter how much closer does this push PSG to winning the Champions League I think this actually is a significant push for them Like this is if there was the one position that they could have absolutely upgraded, you're looking at Sergio Ramos. If he even does anything this season, that's great. Long term, he's not going to do anything. Screenyars in his uh, late twenties right now, and as far as defenders go, he's still got another ten years in him probably. What do you think of this move? I I think this would be great for them, and the fee is nothing ridiculous, in my opinion.
1: No, I mean I've always been a big fan of Milan Screeny. I think he's really good. I was scared when. Spurs for to him? I'm scared when Spurs to him, yeah. Um, so, I, I think this is a great signing. I think Marquinhos is a great centre-back. I think Kimpembe is decent. I think he's actually really improved. I think Scrigna adds a, a really solid defensive piece there. Uh, a really, really solid one. And if you think about christophe galtier and how he's won the title with leo and mm. what he did with nice he likes to play that very quite rigid 442 and i feel and i don't know if he will do that with you know some sort of kind of messy and, and Mbappe, Just let them do whatever they want up there i think they they still have to play some sort of 433 or 4231 mm-hmm. to to kind of support all the three three the superstars unless neymar leaves i i, I think you need I, at times they were playing Danilo at center back last season. I think I can kind of <laughs> end it there, right? So <laughs> I think I mean, it's a great signing.
0: Dirt, and it looks like yeah. Luis Campos is being linked with actually good players, you know. Um players that make sense yeah. for their squad, not just the names. Fitinha is 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 another solid signing that they've had. Uh who knows what the Ronaldo Sanchez front that just seems like a battle between Milan and, and and PSG for that. We'll see what happens, but again, that's just Adding to the areas of need instead of just adding, which Leonardo did. I think it would be an amazing move. All right. Koulibaly, um, just as of this morning, Niccolò Schiera is one of the more reliable Italian porters. His agent met with Juve earlier this week. It was mass hysteria on the timeline. I They said he rejected the latest offer from Napoli. We've seen... ADL be very tight in pockets in terms of extending certain players. We saw it in senior league. We have seen Mertens on the way out. It's really just been a mass exodus. If Fabian Ruiz has not extended his contract, he's more than likely on his way out. He has one year left on his deal. For me, this is the second greatest player in Napoli's history in terms of like how great he was at his position relative to the rest of the world and how good and productive he was for Napoli. He's only second to Diego Maradona, in my opinion. That's an amazing thing to say out loud. And it seems like his time is done. I personally believe you do extend and you give that player whatever he wants. He's still at the top of his game. And it just signifies a a positive vibe to the project. And that's something that you need, in my opinion, because now if you're another player, like seeing how Napoli operate, from the outside looking in, it's like, okay, they don't want to pay their players when they're at a certain age. It doesn't seem like they're that ambitious, right? Because you would want to keep some of these players. They're still a good team, but losing a player like this is never a good thing. I don't think he goes to Juve. I I just don't see them selling outside of that. They said 40 million euros is the asking price. (sighs) I think in the short term, he could still be an elite center back, whatever team he goes to. He's linked with Chelsea as well in the Premier League. What do you, what do you think of this situation? How much would you pay for him? What team do you see him going to? Uh
1: I mean the two standouts are obviously Juventus and Chelsea. I think the Chelsea thing is only pushed by the fact that Juventus are well, the delict thing, whether or not the Lick will stay. So Looks likely to s- buy
0: in at this point, actually, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean there's some sort of centre back uh, merry-go round going on there. So hmm. We'll see what happens there. I think, I think Kulibali is amazing, right? I think mm. he's phenomenal. I actually think there's a decent start chance he stays. I think is is he going to be captain now? Considering uh, he's supposed to be. Well, considering Tenney um, is gone, right? Who it could have be been. Again?
0: It could have been him and, or Martins are the only two that would oh, be considered yeah. for that. I mean, um, Mertens wouldn't wouldn't start, right? So I not mean, naked. not really. No, it's it's all contingent upon who's being played at a certain time. And again, this is just a characteristic of a Spalletti team. It's yeah. there's you see it every single club that he goes to. One of their past stars or legends kind of gets shoved out the door there's here's some a, friction
1: here's a random crazy one for you uh wilfred, sure. Zah- wilfred Zahar's just yeah. linked to, to roma
0: yeah <laughs> i saw that um, that's just contingent on the Zagnolo sale for 50 million euros i think it's very interesting to see how these clubs are operating real quick i i want your opinion on this we still have some time we have around nine minutes yeah. or so <sighs> 50 million euros, I understand when a player is sold like that at that age, it's what you're paying for over the course of time. I think he'll be an above-average player in Serie A. Do I think he will reach the levels that he could have reached prior to two ACL injuries? Absolutely not. I, I just think it's silly or, or foolish to think that. But he could still be productive and above-average. Mm. For me, with Allegri, I kind of don't see that happening. But, But I will say this. I do think it's like the type of move that makes them have no excuses to not win the title next year. Like, but they are missing. Like, but the transfer—we can't judge their full squad until the transfer market is over. The centre back issue is is an issue.
1: Central midfield as well. There's rumours of maybe Zakaria leaving after they've
0: just got him for for a fee and
1: minutes coming in or whatever. Like, there's just so much to be done there. Arthur potentially leaving. That he was linked to Roma. I
0: mean, uh, Pogba's supposed to be landing today. It's going to be some sort of Pogba, Locatelli, and and whoever else you want to put in as the third choice. Sakaria's been the main guy there. Their fullback situation is not great. They're losing their best defender of the past twenty years in Chiellini. They are having an aging Bonucci there. They have Daniele Rugani. If they lose delict they lose delict in all, to, to me, it's a disappointing, you know, tenure there. In my opinion, for what yeah. the Lich was supposed to be, they didn't. That did not live up to the hype. Was he an above-average center back? Yes. Was he a top-five Serie A center back at times? Yes. But did he live up or exceed expectations? No. De- not a chance on how good he was at IX. Was he better than he was at IX? is a simple question. When you spend that much money, and the answer is no. If you can't say that definitively, then it was. In Some regards a poor transfer, and my question to you is like, as well, their fullback situation not great, goalkeeper a year older, still good, above average in Serie a. I still think they have question marks. Uh, yes, there's, there's a lot of question there's marks, almost, there's almost too many for them to make a, a big one. You, you, loo- you lose, you lose, you lose Dibala, you won't see Chiesa until 2023. How does Zaniolo respond again? Right? Played a lot of minutes off of another ACL injury where. He did some good things and then there was also the inconsistency there. We'll see. They have to wrap up the market well enough. How about this? I want to I want to ask you a question because it's just my club because we do have the time. Charles Catalare. it does Wait, it seems Henrik
1: Mikkotarian went to Inter? Yeah, yeah.
0: What the <laughs> he's, fuck? He's so caught up with this. Um that's classic Mur, uh, Murata signing. Um like this is this is player on a free experience. Could still do some decent things in Serie A. <laughs> I think this is just the way they look at it. Um, I mean,
1: to be honest with you, Anana, Lukaku, great signings, aren't they? So, uh
0: but you're losing Parasic, your you best player Perisic. last season. Okay, um, you're losing your best defender since shit. My mykon, like but
1: who's probably but probably going to get
0: Brenner, right? Probably going to get Brenner, but. It's just not the same. DeFry has a one year left on his contract, so he's going to be out Bastoni has two years left, doesn't he? Bastoni is going to stay. I wouldn't be too concerned about that one. I think that was just something that they would have preferred to have kept him... Inter is still going to be really good, long-term outlook. Like, they can't just keep on losing players like this in certain areas and just expect it to be sustainable. There's just no way it works. I think they also, like, Lukaku is a one-year type of deal. They might get something figured out next season. (sighs) I I am not convinced that without Antonio Conte, he is going to dominate. I think he will be a really good top-three Serie A striker, and I think he will benefit with a guy like Lautaro Martinez, but will he be the peak best player that he was with Antonio Conte? My, my answer is no. Because also the surrounding players with him aren't there as well. Hakimi was a massive difference for them. screenyar yeah. you lost the best defender in the league. I'm they, sorry. They, are,
1: they are constantly downgrading to try and save money. And I guess when you have a sporting director as good as Befe Morata, like, you're going to stay up there, right?
0: You're going to still stay up there. But The defending <laughs> champions are going to get better. Yeah. We're getting better. I'm I'm sorry, like if we bring in Renata Sanchez, upgrade at the 10 position, Hakim Ziyech in this league, why 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 is it, why is anyone not picking us to be the favorites right now? Cuz we just did it without a 10 in the right wing. Neither neither position had a player that had more than 5 goals. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I I, I, I would
1: still. I mean, I want to see how things end up because I think there's going to be loads of moves to happen, but I can't really see. Well, I can't see past Milan, the Milan clubs being one and two again.
0: Really, yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, until I see what you how Juve round out their squad, because as of right now, you lose De Ligt and the primary replacements, Milinkovic from Fiorentina. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and and how do they get Dusan? Dusan had was solid at Juve, but he wasn't as elite and dominant as he was at Fiorentina. And when you make a move like that to a bigger side, you gotta dominate. Okay, so for you, who has been the best signing so far this summer in all of Europe? Who's been the best signing so far? The best signing. Europe. I think it's gonna be Julian Alvarez. No, I think Erling Haaland. relative to the money, I think Haaland. Uh, sure. I th- for me, for me, it's like I take into all accounts. Like, I mean, the best player, like going to, like, I mean, it's Holland, right? But Julian Alvarez, for under twenty million euros, I think he's going to dominate. I really do. Not maybe not out the gate, but I think over the course of time, he is going to prove to be the best signing. I think Darwin, Darwin is not. I think that was just an incredible overpay. Or actually, maybe Mane for Bayern potentially. <laughs> you don't have an answer for this. It's just Alan. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm trying my best to rattle my brains. Um, I think, do you know what? Southampton have made some really good signings in the Premier mm-hmm. League. Like, have a look at who they've signed. Uh, Lewis um, and then also Leeds have made some pretty good Leeds, signings. Leeds,
0: United States of America, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Sinistra. I like... Um, I like who's the guy from Leipzig again, Aronson. Yeah, uh, no, no, the other guy, uh, the dude that's with Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams, yeah, yeah, to to replace. He's Tyler a, Adams. I think
0: I think it's a pretty good. Uh, I think that's a okay. good signing
1: to replace Calvin um, Phillips. Uh,
0: how, do, I, how, do, how do you I, think I,
1: I do far? think Kukurea to City as well is an yes. excellent signing. Yes, excellent signing. Yes, really, really good signing.
0: Arguably top three left back in the Premier last season. Yeah, or? Yeah, he was
1: great. He was great. He was really good. I think Pogba will do good at Juventus as well. I think that's good. He stuff. has to, doesn't he? Yeah. I wonder where <laughs> like Dybala goes. That's gonna be really weird. Um yeah, I mean listen,
0: I think he's Milan giving... should break
1: the bank, man. They really should. They really I mean, should.
0: well if you're getting Charles lot. yeah, but like
1: Dybala can the title for the next two to three years, probably, doesn't he?
0: If he's healthy though, if he's healthy, I think he gives
1: you even if he gives Milan twenty twenty games a season, they will win the league. Every season for the next three years, he gets a three-year contract, and he can only play for twenty of those games a year. The Milan will, But, will but do you do
0: it? Uh, but do you do it if, if you can't get Charles? Which I it, would, it, it seems would. like they are going to get Charles at I, this point.
1: I, I I would do that. I think the is that good. Like I think honest he's the best player in the league, right?
0: Uh, fully healthy. I would yeah, say yeah, yeah. fully healthy. His, his contributions within that limited time frame were just. Is, they're the reason they. He's the reason they made top four. A lot of people want to want to say otherwise. Like they were carried by individual performances. Once again, Ronaldo was the reason why they made it last year. He's the reason why they made it this year. Uh, DiBala. So, yeah. I mean, and again, Pet, that's a downgrade for them. That's just a downgrade. Like the sheer threat he brings to the team. These the, the that fan base. Oh, there we go. To wrap it up, right <laughs> as I was about to shit on them, that fan base is not understanding about that oh wow look at that look at that pet <laughs> just to round this out ace milan are ready to extend ismail Benacer's contract advanced talk since last winter as asian is currently in milan to try and increase the deal, or try to complete the deal with increased salary to 3.2 million euros per season I'd like to delete the release clause of 50 million euros fantastic news i am soaring into the weekend where can everyone find you and the work that you do on social media
1: you can find me at pepperisha p-e-t-b-e-r-i-s-h-a on twitter uh you can find me on linkedin at pepperisha and you can find my newsletter sportingcrypto.substack.com
0: uh where are you at with that it's 1500 now
1: 1500 ish yeah
0: fantastic fantastic great strides over there you could follow matt santangelo on twitter at matt underscore santangelo at State of play pod on all socials for us um and yeah, you could just follow me at Martino Puccio on Twitter. I do have an Instagram now, Martino underscore Puccio that you can go and follow and all the proper football stuff for work. A lot of stuff going on there. A lot of the player comparisons are doing well. So I'm happy. Pet's totally lost on some of them. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, hopefully we'll ramp these up and get some more guests in the coming weeks. Um, other than that, you could listen to some walking.